What's up, party people? This is Lizzie, and welcome to the first installment of the Happiness Watts podcast. Thank you for being here and tuning in today from wherever you are, whatever time of day it is. I appreciate you listening to my ramblings, and I am glad you're along for the ride. Um, Before we get too far into it, I first and foremost want to address what exactly a happiness watt is. A happiness watt is kind of a big definition for many small things. And honestly, I think it's a lot of little things that contribute to your greater happiness. And I mean, I essentially define it in my own vocabulary as something that keeps the stoke alive or gets you going. And I would say like an example for me is like my morning cup of coffee. I wake up, get really excited, go and grind the beans, let the coffee drip, and then I pour in a solid splash of oat milk and I enjoy it. And it's like a quintessential part of my morning routine. And I also add a little dash of maple syrup just for good measure (laughs) and because I have a mad sweet tooth. But anyway, um, yeah, and I also want to make it clear that I'm not a part of the Happiness Watts Instagram that's run by a mountain biker on the World Cup and I am by no means an XC mountain bike phenomenon. So I really like the content they put out and it's worth um, a look at if you're wondering like what exactly a happiness watt is in the mountain bike community. Um, I also guess it's, I guess it's also important to address that a watt itself is a unit of measurement and I know it's used for like light bulbs and bikers specifically use it, um, on their power meters. But I don't really give a fuck about how many watts I'm putting out when I'm on my bike. I have been biking a lot more recently, but that's just not something I need to measure. And instead, I would say a happiness watt is like something that gets you going, makes you excited, contributes to you feeling happy and fulfilled. So now that that's kind of cleared up, um, I will... I'm excited to dive into this podcast and the purpose of it really is to provide an outlet for athletes of all forms and walks of life to have deeper conversations about sport and to explore like values and lessons learned in life through the scope of sport. And so I think it's really important to like have these deep and transparent conversations when we live in a world that's heavily controlled by social media. And in my opinion, social media is like a dopamine generating like I don't even know. (laughs) But basically, it's like I think it creates unrealistic expectations for all of us because on social media, it's easy to make it seem like you train a lot, you do all this epic shit, you eat the perfect food, you have the perfect body, you have this great like group of friends, you do all this stuff, you have a beautiful body. And like, really, that's not painting an accurate picture of what it's like to actually be an athlete or a human or a lot of things in the current day and age. Like, the world is a messy state of affairs right now, and I really think that, like, I want to use this platform of a podcast to, like, have 
transparent conversations and to talk about issues that like people aren't really addressing but also I really want to have fun with this and I want it to be something you can listen to on your drive to work on the really gnarly climb you do while out running or biking or something that just like makes you smile or like a little soft smile while you have your airpods in um Yeah, and I appreciate you bearing with me since this is my first episode ever solo. I have actually been a guest on the In the Flow Nutrition podcast two times now, and it's August 3rd today, so the latest episode actually just came out this past Friday, and I really appreciate Jackson Long um, allowing me on his show, and he does a really good job of providing evidence-based nutrition information to the masses, and he has really great philosophical conversations about what it means to be an athlete and talking about the flow state in sport, so I really recommend going over checking out his podcast you can hear my very first podcast ever if you want to um and we had a really great conversation recently about the comparison game in sport and how to use tools and metrics to your advantage instead of using them to play the comparison game. And we actually did a Q&A format on the last episode, and that was really fun. And yeah, Jackson has a lot of great food content and life content, so I recommend heading over there and checking it out if you haven't <clears throat> already. Um... So yeah, I guess a little bit of background about me. My name is Lizzie. My full name is Elizabeth. I was born and raised in the mountains of Truckee, California, and I've spent a lot of time playing outside, enjoying the mountain playground that I grew up in, and I live my life with a positive outlook, but I also like am definitely working on like taking the emotions, especially as of late, like as they are and accepting that everything's not always sunshine and rainbows and I'm taking it day by day and like stride by stride. But I also want to acknowledge that like we're in the midst of a global pandemic and like especially in California, like COVID's not over and like we're in like quote stage three of opening, but by no means does that mean that we're like fully in the clear and I think that I hope or I want to say that I hope all of you are staying happy and safe and healthy and doing what you can and doing what you can with what you got and it's kind of funny because like I feel like as of recently like oh everyone is making something in COVID whether you have a sourdough starter excuse me, making a vlog or you're posting more on Instagram. I feel like people hopefully have used this time to their advantage and like taken a reset and like used it to find a new creative outlet, which is kind of what I'm doing here. So yeah, I think it's funny, but I'm also capitalizing on the opportunity. So I hope you are too. Um, I also want to address that like uh, in starting a podcast, I'm definitely putting myself out there a little bit. I'm kind of an extroverted introvert and I think that it's going to be good, but I also realize that I'm going to be sharing parts of my personal life on the internet with as many people find it as possible Um, and that I am definitely taking on a new level of like transparency in my own life and 
kind of putting it all out there with this. And I hope that that creates value for you. I hope the conversations I have on here benefit you. And I'm excited for what's to come. I hope you are too. But I highly digress. <laughs> um, and yeah, so a little bit more about me. I went, grew up playing soccer and I did Nordic skiing and freestyle downhill skiing. Um, and I went on to Nordic ski at the national level in high school. And then I was offered a spot on the University of Vermont Nordic ski team and I accepted it with no hesitation whatsoever. And I had an awesome four years on the UVM ski team. I just graduated from UVM with a degree with a degree in nutrition and food science. Had an absolute time while I was there, even though there were definitely some ups and downs. And after graduating this past May um, as a class as a member of the class of COVID nineteen, I moved across the country with my boyfriend. We drove across in midst in the full throttle of the pandemic, and we saw some beautiful things. Had our fair share of wrong turns, but we made it back to Truckee and we're currently living here for as long as it makes sense to, trying to figure out our next move and enjoying being back in this incredible landscape. And there's so much to do now that we're back and like, I mean, I'm exploring it on a bike mostly now, but it feels almost overwhelming by the amount of trails or trips and things we could do and see and explore. So it's definitely the best type of overwhelming. Um, yeah. And right now I am currently coaching for the Auburn Ski Club in Truckee. And well, I guess they're technically in Norton, California, but details. Um, yeah, I was originally planning on skiing marathons next winter professionally and running marathons and ultra marathons in the summer, but due to the pandemic and just how things are shaping up, I, and also because I ended my ski career on such a high note on the East Coast, I figured it was time to like hang up competitive racing and I knew it was my time and for a long time I denied it because I had this idea of like, I want to be that professional athlete and become ultra Lizzie and like go big and like do all this long distance like epic shit but I as I was driving out and I took a couple steps away from sport I realized that actually like my passions lie elsewhere and I really want to help people inspire more people and help shape the next generation of Nordies so I had some sponsorships and plans lined up and COVID and I changed them quite a bit and now and I actually got a job offer from Auburn Ski Club while we were driving out like on the road and it just seemed like the right time for me and it was definitely an individual decision but I'm happy to be an athlete transitioning out of sport at this point in time and I think it's definitely kind of one of those like different strokes for different folks kind of things and yeah I'm really confident in my decision I'm happy to see where coaching will take me and what's next um and it's really fun to be out there skiing around with the kiddos every day and you know dropping some knowledge every once in a while so yeah
Um, I guess some other things about me. I am a Gemini, if you care about astrology. <laughs> I am a coffee connoisseur. I am a plant-based mountain athlete, I guess, if you want to put me in a category. I haven't eaten meat or dairy for like the last six or seven years. Um, and yeah, I really like food. I like to eat a lot, um, cook good food, eat good food. Um, yeah, I'm definitely a type two fun enthusiast. I, as I said, I was planning to do some ultras and that fell through, but I really like to go the distance, so to speak, and to have fun while doing it. And yeah, when I was racing Nordic in middle school, my coach was actually the photographer and I would like smile in every time I saw him out on the course. So he had like, I don't know, three years and like 15 races a year. Um, so like 45 plus pictures of me smiling mid race. And I definitely didn't continue that past high school, but he had, um, but I definitely think that kind of explains like how I participate in sport how I prefer to participate in sport because I would prefer to like enjoy it, grin it, grin and bury it through the pain cave and just go big or go home kind of. And honestly, a lot of times that screwed me over because I would get way too excited and go way too hard out of the start. But when it did work out, it was always pretty fun. So yeah, um, I also have talked about biking a fair amount so far, but my boyfriend raced bikes for a really long time. He is phenomenal once you put him on two wheels. And I wouldn't say it's, co I would say it's correlation, not causation. Um, as I recently acquired a new mountain bike and I've been really enjoying like being a new, a beginner in both coaching and mountain biking. And I'm definitely like, I don't know. I call myself Little Jerry off the record, <laughs> but I definitely have a lot of fun and it's cool to like explore the air, an area I'm so familiar with on two wheels. And I just got back from a ride this afternoon and I rode two trails I never would have known existed if I didn't um, have a, or if I wasn't trying to like explore new areas on the bike. So it's been really fun. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I also really like to write in addition to being a nutrition nerd. Um, I, yeah, I'm doing a little freelance writing right now, but I'm just enjoying the process of being someone who just graduated from college and who really has like no idea what they're doing besides their full-time job. So <laughs> it's been fun. And yeah, I would say everyone who graduated in the class of COVID-19 is in uncharted territory. And it's like, I mean, everyone kind of is, everyone is in uncharted territory because we hadn't, haven't had something like this since the Spanish flu. So yeah, uh, more on that later. <laughs> um, Yes, let's see what else. I have a cat named Jones and a dog named Carly. I, oh, something really I think that shows a lot about my personality is for a long time, or actually since I started 
college. So my freshman year of college, my mom and I flew out to Vermont to move me into the dorms and I she booked a hotel room in Burlington, Canada instead of Burlington, Vermont. And so as I was sitting in the car and she was figuring out her reservation error, I as a notoriously nosy individual, started reading through the journal she had in her purse, (laughs) which is so embarrassing. And like, please don't do this to your parents. (laughs) But she had had like, um, recorded a lot of monumental events throughout my senior year of high school. And it was cool to see it through her perspective. And the journaling thing kind of started with my grandfather, who is an 83-year-old legend who lives in southern Vermont. And, I mean, the man alpine skis five days a week if he could, if it's not 10 below zero Fahrenheit. So he is quite something. Um, And so he journals every day. He writes down the weather. He writes down, like, what he did that day, exciting things that are going on. And then every day with a cup of coffee in hand, he reads to my grandma or whoever else is at their house um, the events or in the weather from a year ago from his journal from last year, which I think it's the best thing to be in their living room and hear him talk about it. And it's just awesome. So I think my mom kind of got it from him um, and then I was inspired by reading my mom's journal and I started, I made a promise to myself right there in that hotel parking lot that I was going to write down all of the n- highlights from every day throughout college. And I stuck with it. I really use it as a form of like gratitude practice and I'm more than happy to talk about it more in detail, but like essentially like I write down like today, great cup of coffee, like fun adventure on the bike, like delicious dinner, ice cream sandwich, (laughs) um, good talk with friends. Like, I don't know, just like little random things like that. And I guess they're little happiness watts if you look at it that way. Um, but it's pretty cool. And one of my favorite things to do is I go back into past little journals and read like what I was doing my freshman year of college on August 3rd and what I, and I've also found a way to like even turn like the little negative things into a positive because when you're writing it down on paper, you don't have to directly use your thoughts And I mean, you do use your thoughts to generate what you're writing on the paper, but like you can pinpoint a positive or something you learned from each and every event. And it's like, if I got a bad grade on a test, I could say like, need to study more for the next one or like (laughs) that was a fail, but next one will be better or something. So yeah. And I think it also like shows that I really highly value gratitude and positivity and I think that's channeled through my highlights like little journal practice that I do every morning but I also just think it's like something that's very individualized because like it might work for me and I have the discipline to do it almost every day but like you might not have the time in the morning if you like wake up at 5 30 to go work in a coffee shop so teach their own but I hope that something you can take away from this podcast 
in the greater scheme of things is like how athletes and people in general are like dealing with things that not compromise them, but are roadblocks definitely and how they use it to their advantage and like learn from it and like build resilience from these things. And yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, I guess let's see. Um, another thing I want to touch on is that I am definitely not qualified to be starting a, like, sports cast podcast. Like, I was really dedicated to skiing. I lived with the Nordic Dream for a long time, but I wasn't the kind of athlete who was winning every race. I was definitely, like, a on a good day, like, top 10 in a college race. And, like, for some people, that's, like, not good enough. But for me, it was plenty. And I was never the best at skiing, but I definitely learned how to get the best out of it, even through my trials and errors and, like, the roadblocks I had along the way and the mental struggles I had with putting too much pressure on myself and compromising my relationship with food and exercise. And I think these are definitely topics for more for episodes in the future, but I do want to touch on like, I hope that you're along for this ride, not because of who I am as an athlete, but who I am as someone who is bold enough to have host a platform for people to bring these deeper issues to the surface of sport. So, yeah. (laughs) I don't know how else to phrase that. I've touched on it, but, like, what elicits happiness wants for me, and I think it's, like, having meaningful conversations is something I really value a lot, and, like, through doing Jackson's podcast, like, I realized it's so easy to talk for an hour with someone when it's something that you really care about. And I really want to talk about like issues I care about on this podcast, but also bring people on to talk about issues that they care about. Because like, I mean, skiing specifically is an individual sport. A lot of people are really good at making it into a team sport, but it's like we all as as humans like have a lot in common, but there are different things that strike our fancy and there are different things that get us out of bed every morning and like I really want to talk about like the bigger bigger picture of sport but more so than anything I'm making this podcast because I wish when I was a high school athlete I could have listened to it and I wish that I knew about these things prior to when I discovered them for myself and I wish I had turned around certain parts of my relationship with sport like at an earlier time frame and I think it's really important to like fight the good fight and like have hard conversations and honestly like I just want to be relatable and like in the grand scheme of things like as humans we have so much in common like even with apes like we have like one or two genes that are like different and that's like a completely different species and like I mean, I took biology a really long time ago, but I'm sure my bio major friends could tell you, like, the full genotype and, like, differences. So it's, like, one thing that we all have in common is that, like, in order for us to be – for our birth to, like, happen in the first place, like, a lot of things had to come together. And a lot of different pieces and connections and, like – I don't know, love (laughs) or not love or like a lot of things had to happen for like your conception to happen in the first place. And like, it's a miracle that we're all here and that 
we have functioning bodies and that we have like great privilege to be able to like tune in to our iPhones and like listen to shit like this. So I just want to acknowledge that like starting this podcast is an incredible privilege and I hope that you can take something from it to implement into your own life. Um, and maybe it will listen a few happiness watts along the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would really appreciate like any suggestions or future topics you want to hear about. Um, the beautiful thing about this podcast is like I it's pretty open-ended. Like I have an idea of what I want to talk about. I have some things I want to touch on, but I just really want to create an open platform for like whatever comes up, like to come up, you know? And so I am excited for what's to come. Thank you for embarking on this journey with me. And I hope you find a few happiness spots out there this week. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to keeping it real with you all. I'll catch you on the next one.